0: Hello, everybody and welcome. Uh, this is the Awakening Together community guest satsang roundtable discussion podcast. Um, in case you're wondering what a satsang interview is, um, a satsang is a gathering of people being in the company of truth. Awakening Together hosts monthly satsang interviews uh, and this month our interview was conducted with Louise Kay you haven't heard of Louise Kay. Louise was born in Lancashire in the Northwest of the UK. After graduating from university, she worked as an English teacher for 15 years. And during this time, she began to question the deeper meaning of life. This led her to a path of spirituality where she found a strong resonance with the teachings of non-duality. Louise now holds group events and retreats online around the world. Her passion is to sit together in presence and hold gentle, unconditionally loving space for all emotions, all sensations, and all experiences which arise in the moment in order to support the integration of unresolved energies and allow the unfolding of the divine in all who feel the call. If you want more information about Louise, please visit her website at www.LouiseK.net. Following Louise's satsang interview, some of the practitioners from the Awakenings Together community gathered to reflect on her teachings. And that brings us to those in the room who are here to reflect. So I would like to open the floor Allow anyone who feels called to take the mic, whoever would like to share first, please. All yours.
1: Well, what I would like to say was uh, I I loved her. But as I listened to her, so I fell asleep. It was nine o'clock last night or coming up to that time, I suppose. And every time I tried to concentrate on what she was saying. I find myself disappearing and I was listening to it again today and I noticed she has lots of gaps where she's not speaking and obviously during those gaps, I disappeared. So I've recorded it with the idea that I'll play it at night to help me sleep. So, so in the meantime, I'm here to find out what you all learned from her talk. And I did learn something from what I listened to this morning. I didn't listen to it all. Thank you.
0: I have to say, Sally, that is absolute perfection. Absolute perfection. What a glorious thing to be so calm and so relaxed and so in peace with what's happening that it just takes you off to the absolute deep sleep, which is... One of the things she spoke about. <laughs> so, who else would like to share? <clears throat> While we're waiting, I will just mention that when Louise spoke about deep sleep, it was in response to a question by Anne about the experience of the absolute. And Anne-, Anne had expressed it through an example with Muji. Um, But the way that I heard Louise speak about it also sounded very interesting because Louise spoke about it with a reference to initially, when you are turning in to see awareness, the mind is looking. And I could really grasp that the mind kind of turns around. I, I remember when I first started looking for awareness, there was like a physical attempt to turn these eyeballs backwards in my head to see awareness. That was like this physical, oh, okay, looking. I must need eyeballs to look. Uh, Yeah, and I remember the actual pain of trying to turn my eyeballs backwards in my head. (laughs) Um, So I appreciated the reference to the mind, but eventually she spoke about the state of the absolute and referenced the state of deep sleep as our willingness to go into the nothingness um, and that the experience of the absolute is there within deep sleep. So I thought thought that was actually quite a beautiful description and just so loved that you fell asleep, Sally, for that because that feels perfect. (laughs) I'm going to let go of the mic in case anyone else would like to share now.
1: I have been told on numerous occasions that my voice can put people to sleep. It kind of has a soporific effect, regardless of what I may be saying at any given point in time. Nonetheless, I enjoyed and I too dozed off Temporarily, at least, like Sally. Um, but I was lying down listening to her. <clears throat> However, I did very much enjoy her presence, and I particularly enjoyed her attitude of looking with kindness, not making whatever arises. Looking at it with any kind of resentment or animosity, and that's so important. One might there are teachers whose mantras, whatever arises, love that. You might not be able to reach the latter, the point of love, but you can look with peace. You can look um, with kind with kindness. Uh, I enjoyed that very much, because all too often the right relationship with whatever the ego presents uh, divides us within ourselves, or has the tendency to divide us within ourselves. We make an enemy out of something that abides within us and that is not helpful. Uh, So to look with kindness, Uh, And with oneness, with a sense of uh, acceptance. And what she exuded for me was the remembrance um, of a prayer in the Seven Sacred Flames book. Uh, May I have love for the journey. May I have love for the journey. We came to journey through the shadows. Let's do it. With love, and not to divide us, not to have, not to be the house divided against itself.
0: Thank you. <clears throat> that is a beautiful pointing. Not quite what registered here. So really clarifying because I can feel exactly what you're pointing to, that sense that happens internally and then illuminates externally as well. You see the separation outside. Thank you for that. And anyone else like to share?
2: Please. Um, I truly enjoyed um, her, the set song. Um, A lot of things that she said really resonated with me. Uh, One of the things was to say a prayer. And, um, And so that's what... That's what I did before I went to Colorado, but I was trying to create or say a prayer that came from my heart when I came back and nothing would come up. But then after, and then also she said, you have to be a hundred percent in. You have to be a hundred percent in. Um, So that really resonated for me. Um, And I noticed that my sister was visiting for a week and she said, well, you know, sometimes I, I have to feel desperate in order to think that, you know, my prayers will be answered or to even pray about something. So I thought about that this morning and well, I was, and I tried to uh, do a prayer again for me going forward, because I'm trying to um, update my true desire, uh, my true aspiration. Um, And, So I said, I don't, desperate. So I am desperate for the truth. So that's what came up for me. I am desperate for the truth. I'm desperate for the true life, the true love and the true light. I'm desperate for the truth of who I am. So that's going to be my desperation when I, when I, if I need desperation, I'm going to ask, what am I desperate for? I'm desperate for the truth of who I am. I'm desperate for the true life because there's life, life. And true love and true light. So she was just really, and I did also fall asleep too, So she was just uh, really a joy and uh, and I'm happy that I was able to attend.
0: Thank you for that. I have to say that I feel the love and the desperation. It doesn't feel like that. For me, when desperation comes up, I get this kind of clinginess, this like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Like fear sets in. And then when I hear you talk about it, all I feel is surrender and love, just surrender and love. So thank you for sharing that, gorgeous. Would anyone else like to share?
3: Hi, it's Kathy. So I'm on the phone and uh, <laughs> obviously on, on the camera too. Um, so This is how I overcome technical difficulties. But I just wanted to jump in with the rest because I had the same experience of um, nodding off a couple of times. And I, I was intrigued by that uh, because of... Um, it, and, I, and I also had to listen to. I didn't get to listen to as much of it as I wanted uh, this morning because other things came up. But uh, I just find this quality in her her voice. Uh, <laughs> maybe like like yourself, I um It just seems to bypass the analytical mind, the I know mind, or the you know uh, you know the the mind that thinks it's running the show that wants to process and break down the information. And it's like, no, all I could get was this feeling, like this feeling of peace. Uh, and I thought that's what induced my um, sleepiness that sort of came and went throughout the sad song. Um, Uh. But the the part about the prayer uh, that you were mentioning, Ruby, and, and also you alluded to it as well, Anne. You mentioned um, that during the song that uh, Regina as well um, said the prayer, you know, just wanting to be made useful and wanting to know the truth and sort of similar prayer, it seems, that uh, Louise expressed and that's been expressed, um, you know, Rhoda, yourself, like this wanting, you know, what are we all doing here? <laughs> and this coming to terms with um, what is our purpose anyway? And I thought it was kind of funny because Anne, in, uh, in your um, program this Wednesday passed, trying to think who it was somebody uh mentioned the um being having the intention to be purposely purposeless and yet uh that i had to write it down and but but you know because wow there's something to contemplate but then when i think about what is our purpose in the terms that um the prayers that lead one on the path serves. So yeah, I have a bit of a disconnect in that one, but uh, and I just want to mention, unfortunately I can't stay for the same whole session, but I appreciate that I can be there. So thanks for, for letting me chime in.
0: I love that you joined and I love the way you overcome technical difficulties. I think that is pretty fabulous. I have to say any way that we can do it, let's make it happen. It's, I am, i actually have a computer and an iPad running. That's how I overcome technical difficulties today. <clears throat> um, yeah. And I, I too love the pointing to, in your words, being purposeful. But for me, when I say, when I hear purposefully, purposeless, um, what what rings true for me is that I hear without attachment. That's what rings true for me. Um, And I love the way that you speak of her pointing to that having purpose because There was something in in the way that she shared that whole, no matter what. Um, And someone else said this earlier too. I mean, no matter what, this has to be our intention. Or at least it it felt to me like it had to be my intention.
3: So thank
0: you so much for sharing. Anyone else? Can I
3: just ask, Rhoda, was it you then that expressed that? Okay, thank you.
0: (laughs) I would love to say it was me, but that came through some writing. That was direct direction to be purposeless. Period. End of discussion. So, yeah. Anyone else like to share? Yes.
4: Wow, what a wonderful discussion. Making sure you can hear me. No, you can't hear me. You're a little quiet. Okay, so I'm going to take out, even though I'm supposed to have them in, and I'm going to see if you can hear me better. Much better. Great, thank you. Okay, um, we're all just rolling with the technology, aren't we? So thank you so much for that sharing. And I, I just want to reference back for the sake of the recording. That um, last Wednesday in the Awakening Together Sanctuary uh, during a sharing that was in the middle of a uh, right midweek, right at the middle point of a retreat that many of us were doing. Uh, and there's a recording of it um, under uh, a tab in the Awakening Together website uh, that says audios. And then in it, it says Ann Blanchard. And then under that, it says unfiltered. Um, and the, the reason I say all that is because that entire hour could have been a reflection on Louise Hay. Sc- might, Louise Hay, no, Louise Kay. I say that wrong every time, Louise Kay. And there was a specific writing that Rhoda shared when we followed the pointings of Louise K. having not received them yet, but our hearts knew what our hearts wanted, and so in that hour we looked back. You know, like she said, "What is this life for? What do you want?" She said so eloquently last night. We we do not know how many days we have. We will not necessarily know when we have taken our last breath. We do know we have these breaths, and we do know we have this day. And it's really a very kind of (laughs) really straightforward question. What do you want? What does your heart sing for? You know, what wags your tail? And, and, and truly saying, I'm about to do six, seven different things today. Why am I doing it? What's, what's animating this? Because, you know, as Louise says, as Regina says, as every teacher says, you know, these teachings are calling us home to our heart to live this life, this day, this hour, and this moment in alignment with what? What we want not some ideal, not what someone else wants, not what someone else said, not what sounded good. It's literally going inside and looking and asking and listening for what we want and then claiming it, saying it, and whether that is in the form of a song in the shower whether that is on bended knee with your hands together like a prayer whether that is just taking a deep breath when you go for a walk and 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 allowing the gratitude to flood your heart i mean whatever form it takes that's the invitation to live fully out loud you and uh so the the writing that was shared uh, in, the, in the sharing last Wednesday was about being purposely purposeless, which can sound like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I just, just figured out my purpose. What? And what was being pointed to is the same thing Louise was pointing to. Now, some people say, call it surrender. And all of a sudden the mind goes, wait, give up what I want. And the answer is no, no, no. No. <laughs> it's giving up the habitual fear-driven responses that prevent us from hearing what we want, for prevent us from acting in alignment with what we want, potentially prevent us from living the life who wants, we want. How do we know? We listen to our heart. And so I loved when Louise talked about being as little children. And those who can quote the Bible would quote Jesus uh, and come out with some beautiful line right now about being as little children. And for me, the essential pointing of Louise K is the essential pointing of all the truth teachings which invite us not just to say what do i want but to be clear and she said this requires clarity requires clarity to live from truth because what do i want what usually answers first and loudest as the course of miracle says the mind Ah, of course i want this of course i want that oh i get whatever i want and she and and louise invited us as Georgina invites us as as all the truth teachings invite us what's speaking and and louise pointed us not out to check it out with what people are doing or what others have done or if it's consistent with this, that, and the other. No, she invited this in right into our bodies. How does this feel to say, I want this? Does it feel tight? Does it feel like gotta, gotta, gotta get it because gotta, gotta, gotta don't want to feel, feel, feel like this anymore? That might be lack. That might be judgment. If we sit with it long enough, it's the fear will show itself, won't it? And so, inviting in true discernment via checking in with our own body. How's it feel? And so, what she—the way she um, termed it, I think, was escapism. What do you want? And then mind answers really quickly. What do I? What do I? Mind answers with what do I want to get rid of? What do I want to not feel? What do I want to not sit with? What is just too uncomfortable? So we ask our hearts, what do you want? And she invited the process of nothing complicated, nothing. (laughs) There is no magic to it. It's just sitting right inside here with whatever life brings us, with whatever actually is happening. And if it's uncomfortable, I I just loved when she put her hands together and she said, thank you. Thank you, life. This is the answer to my prayer this is what I want because I want to meet all the different energies that arise that are not love and open to those right surrender to them and that again can sound scary And she says very quickly what she's talking about, offering some presence. And I love the way she says, we, we meet those energies. And there's just kind of this gentle leaning in, like here I am in my heart, allowing myself to feel this, allowing the mind to tell crazy stories, allowing the body, this nervous system to reenact its activation to run through that, 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 that gerbil wheel, that, that, that maze, right, of, of reactivity and just stay with it and offer it loving presence. And what she says is, when we sit in there, when we allow the masks that we have put on, that we have adopted with these unconscious beliefs to be seen, to be tugged, to be aggravated, to be pulled off, and we experience that uncomfortableness, we really take a breath and just be with it. Decide, kind of soul decision. I am going to be with what life brings me. Life is bringing me some tough energies. And she says what you will find, what she finds, and what will always be found, because it is the truth of all of us is that there is a light within that is shining on all the aspects of us that appear to block the awareness of love's presence. And she says, when we do that, and many of them are unconscious aspects, right? We're just allowing it all to play. But when we allow those unconscious aspects to arise, she says, what we actually find is this light within us that shines on them, kind of keep shining, keep shining seems to get brighter, and the aspects seem to shed, fall away, kind of just relax back. And she said that'll involve fear. Fear comes up. Fear is part of the process. And she said if you don't really want this, she said, you know, then I'm really going to want to <laughs> stick around for the fear. And if you do really want this, and you open your heart to the fear, What you'll find every time is by opening wide and as lovingly as we can to the fear, the egoic structure starts to crumble. It is believing the fear is real that actually gives it its juice. Calling mind's bluff and she says, super important for her a point she made, I think, towards the end. Super important with this work to seek support, to do it with, with mighty companions. She quoted Ram Das that we are all, in the end, just walking each other home. And that's because sometimes we need others to remember the truth for us. These fears get coming, and it's a bit of a maelstrom. So she pointed to the fact that when you go to find this true essence, we can't find it. Because <laughs> we are it. And something in us knows it. We know we're here. We know this the sense of beingness. We know this direct experience of what is looking out these eyes. We, we know this, we, we, we get quiet and we turn around and we go inside and so we just stop. Stop trying to get anywhere, be something, change anything. It is each and everyone's pure and natural presence that is the light that shines on all aspects of what is believed to be the darkness. She says we can do that, slowly but surely, (laughs) without making it personal. With, uh, with noticing, if mind is saying this is very personal and realizing that that plays a lot and, and being with that, right? And so it's not a, a path, it's not a pointing that pushes anything away. It's actually a practice that says, come hither, come sit on my lap, come let me offer presence to what is scary, to what is painful, to what is tough, what is tight. And she says, that is the process of integrating all the different energies that life, if they're there, will bring up for you. And she said, the way we do this is by cultivating presence. By revisiting again and again what we really want what the true aspiration of our of our heart is. And so she kind of circled back around to what is this life for? Life's gonna go by. A year will go by, ten years will go by. If we're lucky fifty years will go by. And we get to right now, right here, today. Say what it's gonna be for. Based on what? What is alive in us? What is burning in us? What are we desperate for? What do we long for? And the way I think think in her words, it, it was, if you have this longing, you have been touched by grace. It is the movement of grace calling us home. So I think what I will remember most or what I do remember most right now is her pointing to our superpower. Presence, And we actually <laughs> can't screw that one up, <laughs> because here we are. And when we put attention on presence, when we cultivate presence, when we prioritize presence, when presence is what we want more than any one thing. More than a relationship, more than money, security, cars, family, relationships, everything, right? Just put the whole kit and caboodle in. What do we want the most? And knowing that invites us to our hearts to ask that. And to stay long enough to hear. And so the prayer that she led us into and through that then she wove through the rest is a prayer that My senses inside of all of us. So it's kind of back to basics. It's, are we listening? What do we hear? And then finally, and it's been pointed to by, by I think almost everyone. How much do you want it? Do you want other stuff too? because what she said is, it doesn't work like that. She said to live in truth requires clarity and commitment and trust. And um, kind of a moment-to-moment checking in. Ah, what am I speaking from? What am I acting from? Am I watching these thoughts? Am I aware of these thoughts? Am I aware of this? Oh, I strayed again. Okay. She's so freaking sweet. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, I strayed. Ah, oh, I'm back. And you can hear the gentleness. It's like a little kid who's so excited and you're just kind of pushing, you know, you just kind of took your kid and kind of just directed them back to the path and they tried to go to someone else's house. You're like, directed them back to the sidewalk and they tried to go up another walkway. you like, directed them back to the sidewalk, you know. I remember with our kids, if the, it snows a bunch around here in New Jersey and people would um, shovel out these little paths to their house. And so we'd walk down the street and of course the, they'd turn and try to go down that sidewalk and go down to that person's house and that person's house. And. And we basically all get decisions about where we want to go and what detours we want to take. And what I got from Louise K. is that the heart, if we look, if we listen, if we want to know, will always call us home. will always be available to welcome whatever life is bringing on life's terms. And that what we need revealed we can leave it to life to reveal it to us we don't got to do the revealing we get to do the being we get to do the presence and that that is living in truth
1: thanks
0: Well, I could have been sitting it with Louise K again, just through that recap. Thank you so, so, so much. The uh, thing that you just pointed back to that was so alive for me and continues to be so alive for me is the <clears throat> two things. First of all, the gentleness. You know, the non-judgment, which is not is not the first time this message has been heard, but the the kindness in the way that Louise pointed back to it, just the permission to, and it appears that this system needs permission often. One of the reasons that being purposeless is so permission giving to to, to this system is that this mind has interpreted everything as a way to control life. And therefore, if I'm forgetting or I'm resisting, this mind tells, this mind says, this mind grabs onto the thought that that's my fault, that that is the one thing I have control over. And Louise, just with her gentle kindness, just, yeah, just know this is the journey. This, forgetting, is how we learn. This, and when she spoke of resistance, it wasn't that turn that happens when this mind tells me oh it's your fault you're resisting it was when the resistance takes you wait what again i am not doing this i am not doing this the arrogance to believe that i did this and yet the kindness of that pointing I can't even judge it as arrogant anymore. It was just simply more learning. I forgot more learning. There was just forgetting. Now there's remembering. And there's learning because of that. And that, uh, my heart just, uh, my heart just kind of went, yes, this is undefended. This. This is the undefended heart. Um, And the prayer that you, several of you have pointed to, you know, the invitation to pray for what it is that we want. And the way I, I believe I heard Louise speak it was that She's asking God, universe, life, light, whatever word we use to use her in whatever way life chooses to use her. There has been a subtle realization in this system that has noticed that that is an invitation to this mind to rest that there is nothing that this mind needs to figure out anymore. There's nothing it needs to do anymore. It just, it can rest now. It can be purposeless. It can completely and totally surrender because life is happening. And the invitation is to show up for life. The invitation is to not change it, not fix it, not make it be different. The invitation is to open, undefended, be here with it. And life uses us the way life wants to use us anyway. So for me, the prayer reminds me, wait a minute. life is doing exactly what life chose to do. And the choice is not the right word, but that's as close as, as the, this mind has words for it at this point. Life is doing what life is doing. I can be here pretending that I'm resisting, which, Feels like pretending now because that is clearly what it is. I am pretending that I have some capability to resist what the F is happening here. And that is not the truth. I am pretending that I am capable of forgetting. That doesn't seem true anymore either. So now the invitation is to just, gosh, just open. Just open. So thank you for that, please. We're asking you to take
2: the mic, yes, please. That was beautiful. Both you and Anne just nailed everything. And you were just, well, I'm gonna just review for me what you both said, first of all, that just really resonated for me, thank you. Uh, Anne had said, you know, you said a lot and everything, but the one thing that this mind can remember, (laughs) but my heart remembers it all. Um, You said there's the tough energy and you said we have to stay long enough to hear. And I noticed that, and then what's the the lady's name that the sets on, what was her name? Louise K. Louise. Louise had said that when this tough energy comes, she just sits with it. And she said it could be days, months or, you know, so it's kind of like, I said, okay. I was thinking like, if it doesn't come in 30 minutes, then I'm gonna go do something else. And it's just the willingness to stick with it, however long it takes, the tough energy, because the energy is what I'm, I'm avoiding. I'm, a, I'm avoiding that tough energy. But the other thing is I had a time frame in my mind until I was listening to to Louis, uh, Louise and Anne. And the time, there's no time. I'm gonna stick with that tough energy until my heart says to do something else. And the other thing that you said was, life you were talking about life and life just show up and let life show you and my guidance had told me way back when that god is you are life love and light and trust life just trust life and and you said something about being instead of doing just be and trust life and presence presence so all of that presence is really to be present to be in the harmony of life to be harmony is life and i can i can feel what harmony feels like i can feel what harmony feels like so thank you for sharing it was lovely thank you
0: you're up.
4: yeah thank you Ruby for like kind of repointing it's it's um really enriching I can I can feel something here getting getting just pointed back to again and again that place inside that is both nourished by that and is then nourishing um and Others pointed to this too, but there's something about Louise, yeah, partly her voice, partly her cadence, partly her uh, kind of, kind of her, her harmonic resonance is what comes up. Uh, um, I can feel in her (laughs) because it is felt in me that this harmonic resonance with life is not only available, but is natural. And if she made one pointing again and again It's that sure, our mind's gonna wanna get in on this. Sure, our mind's gonna chime in. But like true discernment is feeling our way to what is harmonically resonant and not. We we know what disharmony feels like. We know what harmony feels like. her entire pointing is come on in the water is just fine take a dip in your own pool swim around and feel it relax into it let yourself be held float in the mystery of life and watch life hold you up like we hold each other up in the water and we're teaching a little baby to swim, right? We're just like, first, you got to just show them there's water and there's underwater, water, underwater. And you can feel from her powerful example. She has many messages, but we all could feel that she is the message. And the reason we can feel that she is the message is because that is what it feels like inside for us. It's right here. Our essence is just waiting for us to drop away from the next shiny object that mind talks about and come back into the heart to this natural state, which is rest, which is being. And which is trusting <laughs> that life will show us everything
1: that we need. So thank you, thank you both.
0: Well, we have a couple minutes. If anyone else would like to share anything else, this sharing is just too deep and juicy for or the desire to give it up is kind of not here right now,
2: so. Um, how, where can we find her, her sets on, on Awakening Together, if I wanted to review it?
0: Uh, if you go to the, the um, website, awakeningtogether.org. <laughs> for the sake of the recording, because I know you know where it is. Is there, is there a hyphen in that address? Uh, awakening-together.org. Thank you for that clarification. Yes, there is. And you go to, uh, let's see, uh, AT Audios.
2: AT Audios.
0: And then you go <clears throat> to, oh no, I think I'm wrong, sorry.
4: You go to guest
0: sat I believe. But your guests.
2: <laughs> guest, guest sat songs.
0: featured guest guest sat interviews, and then you'll find. Thank you. All the sat so. Thank yeah. you.
4: I also say, for the sake of the recording, that they're also put up to YouTube, mm-hmm. and they are also available on podcast menus. Um, uh, And Louise K's address is louisek, all one word, .net. Correct. And uh, that's also a a wonderful resource for many, many pointings and uh, written teachings
0: of hers. Yes. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all for being here today. I think that's gonna be it for us today. Uh, This discussion has been enriching and gorgeous and thank you for the time to deepen into this together. Uh, Someone said in another teaching yesterday and as well as last night, Louise said it is always helpful to deepen with companions, mighty companions you are. So uh, with that being said, one more time for the recording, If you are interested in more information about Awakening Together uh, or our online sanctuary or any of the many teachings that are available um, and Awakening Together, you can go to our website, which is awakening-together.org, our YouTube channel under the same name, and podcasts are available on most podcast players that are out there these days, and you can find this particular podcast under monthly satsang interviews and with that i will say thank you all all are welcome to come at any point and we'd love to have you wishing you all a lovely day holding you all with gratitude